What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Fast and Focus podcast, where the fasting world and the business world collide. I'm your host, as always, Zach Matthews, and this week, I have a very special guest on the podcast, that being Tom Taylor of Taylor Performance Management, LLC, and as you're going to hear in uh, in our talk, Tom wears several hats throughout the week. He um, is the principal of his own uh, business management and consult- consulting company. Um, he's an adjunct professor at uh, a local college up in, up there in Chicago. He's also a uh, an efficient for high school football. So um, there's a lot of takeaways from our talk. Um, but uh, before we jump in there, just a quick reminder um, to leave a, a review and a five star uh, review if you don't mind. Um, you know, just uh, if if you like the show, please just uh, share it with friends because that's going to help us build the community over here at Fast and Focus. Um, And as I mentioned last week, if you guys are interested in pledging uh, to the podcast to help fund the podcast, you can check that out at www.patreon.com slash fast and focus. So that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash fast a-n-d focus. Other than that, let's uh, listen into my talk with Tom. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome into the Fast and Focus podcast, everybody. I'm excited to have on the legendary Tom Taylor on the show to tell us a little bit more about his experience in management and leadership. Tom, thanks so much for joining us today. How are things up in Lombard, Illinois? Hey, Zach. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Things are really good. Uh, Friday night lights are happening, so we're well into the high school football season. College football starts this week. My alma mater is headed over to Columbus to hopefully have a good showing. And it's a holiday weekend, so good trifecta there. Yeah, absolutely can't complain. Um, yeah, well, um, I mentioned in the uh, in the intro there that uh, you know you've you've got quite a balance of of roles. You know, you you are the principal of your own company. You know, you're an adjunct faculty member at a local college, and then um, you're also a high school football official. So we're going to jump into all of that. Um, before we jump into any of that, though, Tom, can you just tell us a little bit about your experience and how you got to where you are today? Sure, absolutely. Um, I, I grew up in a town called Muncie, Indiana. I, I had a, with my brother and parents, a set of parents that were very involved with our life growing up, you know, kind of at the center of it was around sports and, and academics. Uh, then I had the privilege to go to the University of Notre Dame for my undergrad, I began my career in Chicago working for a bank in the technology area. And I've been just really blessed, Zach, to be honest with you. Over the course of my career, I've had the opportunity, you know, to work for some of the best companies in America, work on some very challenging projects that required me to grow and stretch and, you know, found some mentors around the way that cared about Tom Taylor, the person that helped uh, 
steer my career to where I'm at right now. On the personal side, I've been married for 35 years, and I've got uh, three grown kids. Grown kids, excuse me. <laughs> I'm very proud of you know as they kind of make their way in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get going here, I just want to apologize to the listeners if they can hear the weed whackers outside. Literally. Tom and I started recording, and all of a sudden, they they jumped out in my front yard, my front yard, and started wee whacking. So, um, so yeah, if you guys can hear that, I apologize. They'll leave eventually. Um, all right. So, Tom, like like we mentioned before, you know, you're the principal of your own company. You're a high school, fo- you know, high school football official. You're an adjunct faculty member at a local college starting this fall. Needless to say, you know how to wear a lot of different hats and, you know, give your attention to each facet of your life in different capacities because those some of those aren't directly related. Right. So they require different skill sets. So what advice can you give to someone that wouldn't consider that a strength of theirs? That being just balancing several different hats. I think the first thing I would share is have fun. You know, if you're not enjoying what you're doing. Just, just stop doing it and do something else. Yeah. You know, I think secondly, you know, and I appreciate the question. If you look at those roles, um, if you did the Venn diagram, there's definitely some overlap in, in probably some personality traits and some skills that are required in terms sure. of planning, preparation, organizing, communication, um, for one. Second, they, they've all been like growth opportunities for, for me as well, too. And then the, the last aspect of it is they all require you to be on your game. You know, you, I can't go into a football game unprepared. I can't go in front of a, a, a class unprepared. And, and I, I can't come in as a consultant or career coach unprepared. So yeah. all of those things uh, make you stay sharp. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't play in this question, but since you since you touched on it, I'm, I'm a big proponent of preparation too. What is preparation um, – what are maybe some of the parallels between preparation for like a, say a high school football game as an official versus, you know, preparing for a, a client in your, in your coaching business? Sure. So I'll give you an example. Uh, my, my crew has a game this evening. Um, we, we had, we got our game film from last week. So, so we've gone through our game film. Um, we, we've had a conversation around, you know, what, what, well, what could we be better and how could we do, do it better? I want to improve on this week as well as build upon some of the things that I had done last week. And then when I take it over to the, to the workplace, it, it's really kind of the same thing, right? It's, you know, they're, they're bringing me in to add some sort of value. So it's like, how can I add value on, on, a, on a regular, consistent basis? Because I know if I can't, then I, I won't be there very long. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean, to some, to most people that are probably hearing the, the different things that you got going on, I mean, balancing all those different roles might sound hectic or stressful to them. So how do you, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but how do you ensure that you get the most enjoyment possible out of each of them? Sir, you know, uh, there's a thread that kind of runs through all of them and they all kind of align with, I would say, kind of my personal mission and that's around mm. to love, to serve, to care. And then it fits into my professional ambition about being in a role where I can contribute, right. help grow and develop myself, help others develop and have fun. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be a bit much, but, you know, but at the end of the day, it's my choice too. (laughs) you know, to to where I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I I mean, 
Kind of going off that, I'm a huge believer that there's a direct correlation between sports and business. You mentioned it when you know when you grew up, it was always athletics and education. Um, for you know, those were big big pillars for your family growing up. Um, and I, so I know you agree with that. Are what are some of the biggest parallels you've seen in just in your career between sports and, and business? Yeah, I agree with you 100 uh, percent. You know, for example, some of the things that come to mind, one is it's to compete, right? Sure. You play the game to win, which gets into how do you prepare? How do you continue to develop? And how do you grow? How do you adjust? How do you be your best every day? Th- those are things that are very much parallel, in my opinion, between, you know, kind of athletics and business. And I think the, the other part that for me personally is I've always tried to take a coach approach from a leadership perspective when I've been in that responsibility of, you know, leading teams and different team members. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and I've even heard, I've heard several, I actually have one of my mentors at the uh, Arizona Coyotes. He told me, you know, I, I only hire like student athletes, you know, because they, they come into their, even if though it's an entry level position that we're hiring for, they already know a little bit about delegating tasks and, you know, a little bit of time management, not granted. I mean, they're still college kids, so sure. they don't know how to do it overly well, but you know, just being able to wear different hats, it's, it's a huge, um, huge, it's just, just a very attractive thing for, for employers. So that's interesting to hear. Um, so do you find that I want to jump into the high school football official a little bit? Cause I find that fascinating. Um, do you find that being a high school football official has helped you in your business at all? And if so, how? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, th- I think there's kind of uh, three aspects that come into play. W- one is conflict management. <laughs> you, you know, you, you, you get a lot of these coaches and assistant coaches that, you know, they think they're the next Bill Belichick or, right. you know, favorite NFL guy and you know there's a lot of chirping going on in your ear throughout the game um so, so you got to learn to you know how to de-escalate and at some point enough's enough you know when do they cross the line so so how do you communicate that how, how do you manage that and, and that's the same thing in the workplace too right not everybody's right. going to agree on every situation but but how do you handle that becomes important the, the, the second area is around feedback. You know, feedback, at least from my perspective, has always been a, a, a pretty popular topic in the business world. Well, be a high school football official. You get <laughs> feedback instantly. Yeah, colorful from, feedback, I'm sure. Colorful and from everybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, sometimes they're actually informed, but a lot of times <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, and, and, you know, and, and the third thing is one of the things that they teach us is like how to be a preventive official, officiate preventively. So mm. what does that mean, right? Essentially, on every play, you, you could throw a flag for various fouls. Do this again, I'm going to call a foul on you. Um, so you, you're trying to kind of help manage that escalation along the way. And, you know, as I was going through this, I think there's an opportunity here for me to create my book called, I think, The Zebra in the Office. So th- thanks for the motivation. Ooh, I love that. Let me know when that's out. I'll, I'll be the first one. <laughs> let me let me read the rough draft. I'm, I, that's like I said, I find it I find it fascinating. And um, you mentioned all these, uh, you know, all these coaches having their own take on on the fouls that you call. That reminds me of uh, actually you're a huge Notre Dame fan. So it reminds me of a Lou Holtz quote where he said, um, it was something along the lines of 
it always fascinates me that every fan wants to be a coach, every coach wants to be a ref, and every ref wants to be a, a spectator or something like that. So speaking of Lou Holtz, being the huge Notre Dame fan that you are, what is your favorite Lou Holtz quote? I'm going to put you on the spot here. No, 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 that, that's great. Um, you probably have it reserved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, first of all, you know, Coach Holtz is, is just the master motivator. You know, yes. I've come across very few people that has the – the spin on the English language like he does. My, my favorite saying or quote from him is win, W-I-N. And, and that stands for what's important now. Mm. And, and, and the reason for that is it's really applicable at all times in, in all aspects of life. Because if you just take that little bit of a pause and look at the situation you're in and ask yourself, what's your win? then that's going to help steer and direct you, whether it's that late night snack or, you know, a, a discussion in the office or you know, coaching call, you know, it's really applicable to all the, all different areas. Yeah, absolutely. I love what I love about Lou Holtz most is how he, most of his motivation is, is inspiring people to rise to the occasion. You know, like he didn't expect the, maybe you know for everybody to perform perform optimally all the time he was a big Mm -hmm. proponent of you know let's let's figure out a way to harness your best right now you know like what you just talked about with win um my favorite quote of his um is uh and he actually came to trine uh when i when i was there he uh all the student athletes like sat in the the theater and he he came and spoke and it was awesome i fell in love with them then so um, but one of my favorite quotes, and he, he, he said this at the, uh, at the theater, uh, that night, he said, every day, some ordinary person does something extraordinary. And, you know, today it's your turn. So you've been with that, you know, you've been in management most of your career, Tom, what are some consistent characteristics you've noticed in the, what you would consider the most extraordinary people you've worked with? You know, like I mentioned earlier, Zach, I have had a chance to work with some really, talented individuals throughout my career mm-hmm. and I think that the one characteristics that I would take away is they care and so what do I mean by that one is they care about the work they do they have they have pride in that but they, but they also learn to care about each other and other members of the team and I think that's part of the opportunity of being a, a leader in a lot of cases if you can get the team to care about one another then you can really accomplish a lot along the way. And, you know, and as I talk about this, I think back to the, when I first moved into management, um, you know, I wasn't very good about the the caring (laughs) part. You know, honestly, I was focused on getting the work done. And I thought that was the most important thing was that really the output and the productivity of the group. But, but the thing I think I learned over time, and I think this quote's attributed to Teddy Roosevelt. I'm not 100% sure, but, but essentially it's, you know, what I've learned is people don't care what you know until they know that you care along the way. And, and once you can demonstrate that on a consistent basis, then I think the opportunities to what you can accomplish, you know, just skyrocket. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Um. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive into some some questions here. This is a fasting uh, podcast, so you know this. I, I like to say it's where the fasting world and the business world collide. Um, so, with that, let's dive into some quick questions here that correlate to both intermittent fasting and professional development. You ready for them? Absolutely. All right. Let's do it. All right. So, what role do you think routine plays in your daily output? 
that, that's a great question. And, you, you know, if I reflect back on that, so, so I am a creature of routine, uh, whether <laughs> I admit it or not. And I think what I found about myself is that um, when, when things are predictable, then, then I'm, I'm probably at my best. And so what do I mean by that? Mm. So, so, for example, every morning I've got a morning routine. It's walking the dog. It's calling success hotline. It's a set of mantras, I say. Um, it's doing a little bit of exercise. And, and the intention behind this is two things. One, it's something I can control right. at that point in the morning. And, and two, it, it helps get my mindset right for the day. Because I, I can't really control a lot of times what happens during the day along the way. Um, the, the, the second thing is for maybe from a, from a professional perspective is around routines is I, um, most of my practices in kind of the program project management space. And one of the things that's important there is, is getting a cadence or routine in place with the team, right? So the team understands what's due when, how we're getting from point A to B that, that, that's there. And then, and then I think that the third place where routines come into play is as of a leader. Because employees want the consistent Tom Taylor, not the volatile Tom Taylor, right? So, so right. If, if I come in, you know, and one day I'm an ogre and the next day I'm a sloth, you know, they don't know what they're going to get. And that, that's not going to help build those relationships and connect with people as I go forward. So, so I think being consistent, having routine is very important. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And and to your point, I mean, with your routine, you know, walking the dog, that's movement. That's, you know, it, it, I feel like that's so important, especially when most of us, you know, especially the ones listening to this have sedentary jobs, you know. So it's important to keep that body moving, um, you know, especially as, as we age. So that's that's awesome. Um, all right. So how important are periods of deep work? Speaking of routine, how important are periods of deep work to what you do? And how do you make sure you prioritize them each day? I think, you know, one of the things I've learned is one of the things that we are all constrained by is time, right? Everybody's got 168 hours in a week to accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. So so what I've learned what works best for me is I schedule blocks of time to, to, to do the deep work, which in a lot of cases, it's kind of the planning preparation type activity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and for me, the, those blocks normally happen first thing in the morning from like seven o'clock to nine o'clock or seven o'clock to eight o'clock and then Friday afternoons. Um, it is one of my, yeah. well, I call him a virtual mentor, his guy named Brian Kane. He says, your focus will determine your future. So I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, getting that time in. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so whether it's in our fasting or our profession, there's always going to be things that don't go the way we anticipated. I mean, you just touched on it. You said you have no idea what's going to happen in your day. Um, we're, we're all that way. I mean, just like minutes before you and I jumped on to, for this interview, uh, my son was screaming bloody murder, uh, cause him and my wife were trying to get out of the door to go to the zoo. You'd think he'd be excited to go to the zoo, but, uh, apparently he didn't think so. Um, but you know, to, to touch on that, I mean, things just don't go the way we, we thought they would during the day. So what tips do you have for listeners to overcome those scenarios? It's funny you mentioned your son because the first thing that jumped to my mind is you got to focus on what's important. Mm. You know, what's the most important thing? You know, you're, you're never going to get these days back and your time back with your son being this little. So so I commend you guys for, for focusing on that. 
I, I think that the real point is, is that life happens, right? You, there's things you can control and things you can't control. And when something happens, just flush it, you know, let it go. Yeah. And I think the end to that is, you know, try not to let it happen two times in a row, you know, regarding, you know, like the eating pattern and things like that. So some nights I'm not, I'm not so good. Right? Some nights <laughs> I'm better. Uh, and when those nights are not good, it's like, OK, just admit it, it wasn't good. But but don't have two bad nights in a row because then it starts to break a routine or break the pattern. The, 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 the second thing I think on the tip side is. You know, focus on what you can control. Control. Um, I, I think we spend too often too much time on en- and energy on things that are completely outside of our control. Um, that that's there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so, what's pe- what's one piece of advice you give to listeners that are trying to excel in their careers while prioritizing their their family life and and you know their personal fitness and everything else that comes with uh, per- you know personal and professional development. Okay, I'm going to overachieve because I had two things popped in my head. All right. So the first one is, if you've ever been on an airplane, the, the, the first thing the stewardess asks you to do is put on your oxygen mask first. Why do they do that? Because they say, if you take care of yourself, now you can take care of others. So, so that, that's mm. my first piece of advice. And it, it may sound a little bit selfish and counterintuitive, but you know, if you if you don't have your health, if you're not in a good mind state, it's really hard to help and serve other people right. in the way that they deserve. The, the 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 second one I would share is try to get one percent better every day. One percent of a day is fourteen minutes and twenty four seconds. Fifteen minutes, whether it's reading, exercising, meditating, pick your favorite thing. Right? If you do that over the course of a week, a month, a year, and you get the compound effect out of that, you know, you'll be so much better off along the way. So those are the two things I would share. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really good insight. And that's, that's eye opening for some of us. I mean, 1% of your day is 15 minutes, right? So just dedicate that time. And one of my biggest uh, mentors, we, we've never met, um, but uh, Dan is Dan Miller. And he says, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're of no, you're of service to no one, you know, People deserve your best and you, you can't give them that unless you focus on what you need to focus on to improve yourself. Um, so I, I love that. Um, okay. Last question for you, Tom, where can listeners go if they want to learn more about your coaching services? Well, first they can call me. My, my cell is 630-699-2169 or email, email me at thomas.s.taylor at comcast.net. And I'd love to hear from anyone. Okay. Awesome. Well, Tom, thank you so much for joining us today, giving all this valuable insight, just uh, sage advice that you've learned over your, your career. Um, best of luck with the coaching, the officiating, and the teaching moving forward, my friend. Yeah. Thank you, Zach. And keep up this important work that you're doing as well, too. Take all right. Care. Appreciate it. Yep. All right. Well, a huge thank you again to Tom Taylor for jumping on the podcast here and sharing just a wealth of knowledge that he's learned over decades um, as a uh, Global Human Resources Senior Program Director. Try saying that five times fast. Um, but uh, again, just a huge a huge thank you to him. Um, it's, it's, um, it's really cool to see how someone balances so many different hats. And uh, like he pointed out, you know, there is kind of a, a linear line. They do parallel each other in some ways. So it was cool to see that breakdown. But um, 
all uh, all I'll say before we in the uh, I'm not gonna pitch you guys on anything this week, but if you guys have any um, questions at all regarding intermittent fasting, feel free to just shoot me an email at uh, Zach at fastinfocus.com. That's Z A C H at fastinfocus.com. And uh, whether that's any questions regarding intermittent fasting, I know we really didn't jump into that this episode. Um, but if you guys have any questions on that, how it parallels your day, what kind of a program you guys should be following, um, anything related to that, I'm happy to help on uh, via email. So again, that email one more time, Zach, Z-A-C-H at fastinfocus.com. All right, well, that's all I got for this week for you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I will talk to you guys next week and uh, hope you guys have a great, 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 great rest of the week. See you later, guys.